Does it sound familiar? Do you think that they've been planning this for more than a couple days? What's next? Our great civilization has come upon a moment of reckoning. They already took your free speech. They already muzzled you. The wealthy got super wealthy. This is not about freedom or personal choice. Number one bullshit guy. He do the wee woo wee woo. And the average everyday American got used as a pawn in their sick little game. I'm telling you right now, you're a slave. You want to know what the biggest problem is in our country? You're an inconvenience to all of these people. Welcome to Conservative Daily. I am your co-host, and the other host is late. So I'm starting the show with Adam. Hopefully, Joy will, Joe will be joining us here in a few minutes. Um, happy Thursday. Tomorrow's Friday. Looking for the weekend. Looking forward to it. It's been a week, and we're going to get into it. Uh, Mr. Producer, how are you doing today? I am doing spectacularly. Thank you very much for asking. I'm actually going to show you my pretty face here in a moment. Because I know that the audience is is waiting for it. Oh yeah, I know everybody, that they everybody seen wants it. to see Apollo they space. I know they haven't seen it in a while, and, and I'm, I'm going to fix that for you, everyone. Don't worry. So today we're going to be talking about the Republican Party, really the Republican establishment. And the the title of the show is "Know Your Enemy." Know thy enemy, Republican traitors reveal themselves. And that's what we're going to be going to be talking about today. And you know, I'm excited to talk about this because I'm not a Republican. Uh, and so I get to, uh, to speak the truth, and I don't have to hold the party line. And quite frankly, I think that our enemies, well, our enemies are coordinated, united, and working against us. And that includes, includes people from both parties. Uh, Mr. Producer, are you a Republican? I actually have been an unaffiliated voter for my entire life. Nice. Um, because, frankly, when I witnessed what happened uh, with 9-11, hello, uh, and a lot of other issues uh, when, I was, when I was very young. I became very disillusioned very quickly with the you know, political game, right. and I saw it as nothing more than a political game, so I really haven't cared for either the Democrat or, or the Republican Party. Uh, you know, when I was younger, when I s went through George Bush and, and several other uh, Republican administrations that I, I witnessed and saw the fallout mm -hmm. of their uh, so-called you know, American... Uh, you know, their, their devotion. I saw what their commitment to America and to the people of this country actually looked like. Um, and so I, I haven't really, really bothered with either one. Um, yeah. And it wasn't until Donald Trump that actually gave a darn to actually, you know, choose one or the other in the right. first place. I voted for Ron Paul, but we saw him, they, get, they stole from him too. Right. Yeah, well, well, and they do, right? I mean, Bernie Sanders, we saw during the primaries, the Democrat primaries, and I think both 2016 and 2020, they stole it from Bernie Sanders because they have to put their their person in. Um, you know, I, I was a Republican for, for the first 10 years of my voting life. My first election that I was able to vote in was uh, Bush v. Gore with hanging chads and all of that. And then, you know, shortly thereafter, we had 9-11 and, you know, rallying around the flag and, you know, the patriotism and not realizing at the time how they were lying to us and and uh, and what was really happening there. But oh, and we saw Jeb Bush in Florida right. as well. I mean, I was alive for that. I mean, same same story. Just well, before right. It, it was supposed to be another Clinton Bush election. Right. The mm -hmm. third third one. It was supposed it was supposed to be. Uh, 
it was supposed to be Jeb Bush versus Hillary Clinton, and it ended up being Trump in a landslide. And so, uh, so that's kind of how how we ended up. But I was a I was a Republican through the first the first Obama term. I was Tea Party. I was real involved. I was pregnant, had a toddler. You know, was was a young mom who saw communism coming, and it was pretty obvious to me. And I was real real involved in the Tea Party. I was in Florida at the time, so it was the Florida Tea Party, and watched as the Republican Party threw the Tea Party under the bus, backed over it a few times, and set it on fire. And so now, as we see, you know, kind of the the MAGA movement during this period of time, and we had, you know, we had MAGA. Uh, 2016 brought us Trump. We had MAGA 2020, the incredible um, outpouring of support for for the 45th president. And, you know, we saw the stolen election. And so you would think that the Republicans would be more inclined to investigate, that they would be more inclined to get to the bottom of what happened in 2020 because there was such an overwhelming red wave in 2020, but they're not. And so uh, we have to ask ourselves why. And so I wanted to kind of dig into the Republican establishment and what's going on uh, all over, all over the, all over the nation as we watch Republican leaders and what they're doing. So if you could put up uh, a one, let's start with a one. So on my uh, on my blog, AshenAmerica.com, Jessica Garrity is a, a, a writer down in Georgia. She's a real talented writer, and she uh, asked if I would guest host this post for her, and I did. It's the systematic suppression of Candace Taylor in Georgia, poll, from poll glitches to George Soros. Now, Candace Taylor, if you don't know her, you can take it down for a sec. Um, if you don't know Candace Taylor, you should you know get to know her. She's a fire fire breather down in um, in Georgia. She's taken on the establishment down there, taken on Brian Kemp and Raffensperger and and the whole crew down in Georgia. And since she is so popular in the polls, and I'll have you put up a a two, and we'll read a little bit from this article. Um, she's been getting all kinds of all kinds of shenanigans from the Republicans, like we see out here in Colorado with Tina Peters. Candace is experiencing it in uh, in Georgia. So Candace Taylor is not allowing the ongoing attempts to suppress her voice trample her, and trample her opportunity to reach the pe- people of Georgia. The obstacles at the forefront of Taylor's battle these past couple of weeks have been the outlets trying to inclu- exclude her from their upcoming debates. Media outlets, including a number of them, uh, have have kept her out of the debates. When asked why they would prohibit a qualified candidate from being heard, the only excuse they have produced is that her poll numbers aren't high enough. Now, she is the Washington outsider. You can pull that one down and put up the next one if you don't mind. Um, she is a Washington outsider, but as you can see, her poll numbers are, are her poll numbers are doing just fine. Uh, I believe that it's it's about 41 percent. And actually, Mr. Producer, if you'll put up the the prior, uh, I think it was a two. If you see down here on the bottom of this this second graph, you can see she's at 41.15 percent. Purdue is at 40.63. So they're putting Purdue, Kemp, all these all these folks into the into the debates, the news media as they're selecting and preparing their gubernatorial debates down in Georgia, they're explicitly excluding Candace Taylor. And it sounds like uh, if you go, if you were to read the whole article, it sounds like the, the poll, um, the polling issue having to do with her qualifying for the debate is them cherry picking polls. And so we, we see that, uh, we see that happening with Candace Taylor. Uh, If you remember, pull up, this will be a real quick one, pull up a four for me. 
So we all remember uh, uh, Wisconsin Republican leader Robin Voss came out of the meeting with all of the uh, grassroots folks and said, you know what, I, I hear you, you can pull that down. I hear you, there is, uh, there is fraud, there's widespread fraud, I believe there's widespread fraud, and you know what we have to do about it? We have to vote. We have to vote to put people in that aren't going to keep the fraud system. We have to vote on the fraud system to, to destroy the fraud system. So that's Wisconsin, we got Wisconsin, we got Georgia, and then of course we have Colorado. So if you pull up A5 for me. So this is uh, or a good friend yeah. that we saw Tuesday. I was I was really expecting Joe to be here for this one, but uh, so we have an article here on Tuesday from uh, from Heidi Beetle in the, with the Colorado Times Recorder. The Dun Beetle, and you can see here contract for election ballots stirs more controversy in El Paso County. And if you go to a six, we'll read a little bit of this one. So this so setting the landscape for you guys. There was a a county commissioner meeting in El Paso County on Tuesday morning at the, and Mike Lindell was at the Colorado Capitol on Tuesday afternoon that rally started at at noon so in the morning there was a commissioner meeting where they were voting on the Rumbeck contract we talked about that last week on the show they had a overwhelming turnout for that uh, for that meeting uh, hours of public comment and ended up voting for it anyway. Uh, so Heidi Beetle was there covering, and then she was also at the Capitol for the rally, so she covered that as well. And she writes here, While Mike Lindell was spreading election conspiracy theories at the state Capitol yesterday, the El Paso County commissioners experienced their own version of, a st of Stop the Steal as activists took advantage of the comment section of the commissioners' meeting. In El Paso County, and this is my favorite part, in El Paso County, where the local Republican Party has been effectively taken over by the faction supported by the conservative activist group, FEC United, people lined up to speak during the public comment period about their concerns over election integrity and the Board of County Commissioners vote to renew the county, county's $850,000 contract with Runback Election Services. Pause that for just a second, pull it down. So. In El Paso County, it was not just a renewal of a contract. They were in between contracts, and they drew up a whole new contract. They said they had to do this. They had to ram it through. They had to do it super fast because of the military vote. They had to get the uniformed overseas voters' ballots out to them. But it's $850,000. It's for all of the ballots in El Paso County. During this county commissioner meeting, there is one uh, commissioner... Longinos, who had expressed concern last Tuesday. Remember, we had to push the vote because he wanted to consult with his lawyers. We talked about that on the show. So he was still not, not super happy with where things landed. Again, the, the conflict around this is that Holly Williams is the county commissioner in El Paso County. Wayne Williams is her husband, is also a city council member overseeing elections in Mesa County, uh, running for mayor of Colorado Springs next year, and all sorts of other things, but is a senior advisor to Rembeck. So Holly Williams recused herself from the vote, and the Board of County Commissioners wanted to continue with the vote. Well, Longinos, another commissioner, was not uh, comfortable just continuing with the vote. He wanted to consult with legal counsel, and he did. So they came back... Um, came back this week, this Tuesday, to vote. And apparently it got really fiery. And um, 
so Holly Williams had recu- recused herself. That left four commissioners, uh, three who are all on the run, run back bandwagon and really want to keep the status quo and the current fraud system in place. And then Longinos. And so he apparently at the end of the county commissioner meeting, and I wish we had the, the clip of it, but at the end of it, got up and, and, and recused himself, walked out of the meeting because of the way that things were being handled. So they ended up voting for it anyway. They voted, uh, voted to continue with Runback, voted another $850,000. Um, and you can pull back up 8-6. We'll just read A6, rather. We'll just read the, the second paragraph here. So, yes, in El Paso County, where the local Republican Party has been taken over by that radical faction, I inserted radical, supported by conservative activist group FEC United, people lined up to speak. Already read that. Like Dominion voting systems, whose machines have been the center of election conspiracies since the 2020 presidential election, Runbeck, which prints the ballots used in elections, has been the target of conspiratorial speculation. During a July 17th, 2021 town hall in Colorado Springs, Representative Ron Hanks said, here's a hypothetical for you. And it has been asked, what happens to the ballots that are sent to the address, but the person that doesn't live there anymore and the Postal Service... Uh, through some grace, returns it. Okay, you can pull this down. So they're they're acting as though these are crazy outlandish examples. Well, from canvassing, we know that that's actually happened. I actually have canvassed somebody who had their mail-in ballot returned to them. It was returned to sender. Wait, are you serious? Yeah, absolutely. That's actually a new one. Yeah, no, return to sender ballot. Uh, So you mail it in, and it gets kicked back to you. Should not happen. Um, But it did. And so there are lots of issues with the election and, uh, you know, the gaslighting, gaslighting from people like Heidi Beadle from the El Paso County commissioners from, you know, Raffensperger and Kemp down in Georgia from the media in Georgia that's keeping Candace Taylor off of out of debates from the uh, speaker of the Wisconsin House telling everybody that there's nothing to see here. The Republican Party has been real. They've been doing the work of the opposition party. The Republican Party is the party that when it comes to election fraud, we've been fighting the Republican Party since November 3rd. Well, and this is, I think, exactly the problem that we saw with Trump. A lot of people, they they said, oh, Trump didn't do that. Trump didn't do this. And yeah, to a point, you can say that. But just as we are finding ourselves, whether it's here in Colorado, uh, in Georgia, in Michigan, the people who we have on our side and, you know, a lot of a lot of us look to hoping that they will act in our own interests or the people that, you know, others who are, you know, further up the chain in, in the uh, in these levels of government or at the county clerk's uh, office, people that we think should be on our side. They are Judas's and they are snakes surrounding us. And they are the ones who are doing far more harm uh, because you can't you can't tell at the offset exactly what they're doing. It's the political theater that we've been talking about for a long time that they, they play stupid and they play. Uh, you know, inept and all this other garbage, and it's all a lie. It's it's all political theater, and they won't come right out and say it that uh, they they do want to steal your vote because they're weak people. So you know, if they actually cared about uh, you know military ballots, they would have investigated all the claims about these ballots going missing, about malfeasance regarding them. Where is everyone speaking up about all the questions that have been raised about the number of votes that went to Joe Biden right. from the military? It's ridiculous. They, they, it's just bull, it's bullshit rhetoric uh, to sound good, and then the Republicans play the other game. 
That, that's right. That's absolutely right. And uh, apparently during the county commissioner's meeting, it was raised, the, I believe it was the county attorney raised, uh, you know, you, somebody had asked, can we, can we just send the military ballots and then take the other ballots to bid? And, and the concern here is this is a non-competitive contract. It's an $850,000 contract, and they're saying that their process for elections is so specialized that they have to use Rumbeck and they can't bring it out to to competition so there's no there's no competitive uh aspect of this contract so one of the commissioners asked can we just send the military ballots and you know take the rest of the contract to uh to get bids on it and the answer was no but the county attorney said you can decline this contract and create a new contract for the for the Yukava the military ballots and then you know take the the ballot for the rest of the county to the bid and the commissioners found that to be a wholly unacceptable uh, wholly unacceptable option. Hey, hey. look who's here. Hey, oh. how you doing? Sorry hey. I'm late. No, it's not good. I said Apollo was holding the house down. Holding it down. Yeah, you have to scoot over. So, hey, listen. I was listening to you before I was coming in. Oh. It was a lot. Did you see Sean talk at Centennial City Council? Did you guys talk about that yet? No. He talked about the fact that he had briefed many parts of the armed forces, the Department of Defense, and he's had security clearances at the highest level, stepped into this just because he wanted the truth to be heard, and he's been called everything under the sun, and while they ignore all the facts, and that's what we're talking about, is that the reason why we haven't decertified the election has nothing to do with the Democrats. That's right. Has everything to do with the Republicans. That's right. But you know it's an election year? Did you know? It's an election year, but we have a problem with... we. We, we uh, they, they have, they personally have a problem that they're not going to be able to work through. They're not going to be able to work through this problem. And that is that the people have just finally said that they're, they're not, they're not going to elect those people. But so now that you have the state GOP and you have the national GOP that are now stepping in the gap mm -hmm. and they're saying, all right, we're just going to stop the America first candidates from being elected. We're yep. going to do things like implement voting systems at assemblies that are electronic voting. Yeah. We do have one more. Okay, so IP Vanish. Um, IP Vanish helps you safely browse the internet with exposing your private details to third parties, such as hackers, your ISP, or advertisers. When you use IP Vanish on your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick while you're streaming, um, you all your data will be encrypted. That means your private details, passwords, communications, browser history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your phys physical location will be hidden. It makes you virtually invisible online. Uh, you, IP Vanish is offering a credible 70% off their yearly plan to our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's just like getting nine months for free. IP Vanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know what's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you watch, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take back your privacy today with a brand rated 4.6 out of 5. Go to IPVanish.com slash daily. Guys, you got to go to the IPVanish.com slash daily and use promo code daily for your 70% off and claim your 70% savings. That's I-P-V-A-N-I-S-H dot com slash daily. Yeah, and that's that's what's happening. this. So this weekend is the Colorado State GOP Assembly, and there's uh, a lot of a lot of concern right now because Christy Burton-Brown, who is the GOP chair, has come out and said that they're going to be using electronic voting devices. Now, they say there's no big deal. This is how it has to be done. But one thing that's important to note, not a lot of people know this, is last year at the GOP Assembly, where they voted on chair, they, they used text to vote. 
to vote. And uh, I knew one of the watchers. I know one of the one of the people who watched that. And there were all kinds of technology issues. And most people left that assembly saying, okay, we should never use technology for this again. And so the fact that they're coming back now and... It costs money. Yeah. And paper ballots don't cost any money. Yeah. And then people can go in a room and they can actually count the ballots. And it takes an extra 20 minutes for them to count the ballots. People go in separate rooms, they count the ballots, they come out, right. they tally the ballots, and then they have a, a final result. Right. That, that's how the paper ballot system works. But using the text system that they want to use... Uh, so, so there's a guy that used to work for us that worked in data. And I, I called him up and said, listen, I want you to build me a program. I want you to take this piece of code that I have, build me a program. This code will allow you to text in an answer, right? Mm -hmm. And how the text system typically works is that you'll text in an answer, so I'm going to vote for number one, right? And there's a number you actually text in. You text in who your candidate is, and there's a board, and they show you, and you say, I want one or two. I want you to be able to trick the vote, and I want you to change the systematic result so that when they put one, it automatically records into three. But I only want you to do it every third time that somebody votes for that person. Now, we did this probably in 30 minutes. Yeah. In 30 minutes' time, we were able to change and shift a third of the votes to a different, to a different category. Mm. That is how they can cheat the system. Yeah. And it didn't take a rocket scientist. And see, what happens with half of the re Republicans is half of the Republicans are actually good people mm -hmm. that are just dumber than rocks. And they can't help it that they're dumb. They, they were actually put in the position to be leadership because someone else noticed there is a dummy. Let's let's go find the dummy. That's a controllable dummy. Just like we saw with Pennsylvania, what yeah. uh, Stephanie was talking about. Yeah. Never never had any experience but voting. Yeah. So hey, they put me in, and, and and they were they were smart enough to realize that they didn't have any experience, none. Yeah. And they put them in a position, said, "You're going to run it because we need you to run it because you won't know what to look for." Right. And so that's what we're up against. So the reason I say, but it's an election year, is because all of a sudden, so you and I met December of 2020. At yeah. the legislative hearing. Yeah. Since then, we've been fighting for election integrity, without without stopping, right? We've been yeah. we've been on it since then. We haven't been linking arms and fighting with the Republican Party because they've been actively fighting against us, and they, we've been fighting them instead of fighting the Democrats. But it's an election year, so they're pretending to care about election integrity. Mr. Producer, can you please play B one? On the day that he was inaugurated, the Washington Post had an article on impeaching him. I, Donald John Trump, do solemnly swear. Donald J. Trump is now president of the United States. They had an absolute legitimate meltdown. If you try to change a system that big, the system fights back. The story behind the biggest election takeover in history. We're only now being able to finally confirm exactly how this worked. Mark Zuckerberg and his wife are donating more money to local governments ahead of the election. $100 million on top of a $300 million gift. The most money any individual has ever spent to win a presidential campaign in the history of our country. I actually became infuriated that someone had allowed Zuckerberg to tip the skip. The election was bought way before Election Day. They stole it fair and square. They changed the voting rules in the middle of the game. A nation divided. This was the greatest billionaire assault on election integrity we've ever seen. A billionaire-funded plot against the president. Do you believe that they used the COVID emergency 
as an excuse to pull this partisan voter turnout operation. Am I allowed to give you a one-word answer? Yes. It was really a partial takeover of the election system. I don't think we have to blame China or voting machines. I think we can look straight in the eye of Mark Zuckerberg, and that's why Joe Biden won. That's what this was, a corrupt Democratic voter turnout operation. You had them putting their own personnel in to actually run the election in places. You had an entire Democratic Party petrified that Joe Biden was going to be outspent, outfoxed by Trump. Rigged. It was a rigged election. People have to find out what happened. So we're hearing a lot about this movie uh, on Bannon's War Room this morning. They talked a lot about it. You know, everybody's everybody's talking about how great it is. I'm going to probably get get us in trouble. But you know what I think the most important line from that movie is from that trailer is. Yes. (laughs) They stole it fair and square. Yeah. That's the point. No, 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 well, that's, the point not the movie. The, that's not the, but see, the, the point prob- of the movie. The point of the movie. But the point yeah. of the movie is because these are Republicans that are pushing this. Right. Look, I've gotten in huge fights with people on the Republican side. Huge fights. I got in a huge fight. Ash, you know this person. I got in a huge fight with this person who is a big funder of the Republican Party. And they sat me down there like, Joe, we will fund you. What do you want to be? You want to be governor? I was like, governor? 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 Yeah, governor sounds good. No, it sounds <laughs> terrible. I didn't get involved in this to get in politics. But I, I, I nodded my head. Yeah. And then I said, yeah, I don't want to be governor. And they were like, well, what do you want? Y- you want to start another tech company? We'll fund it. And I go, you'll Just fund Just be quiet. I, if, I could, if I wanted to run a tech company, I'd just go run the one I had. Yep. Right? Why, why would I? Yep. I founded it. I built it. Why would, I, why would I go do something else? I am doing something with you guys. I have Votum Tech. But that's a different story. Um, but if I, if I really wanted it, I could go do it. I could go do it right now. I could turn this off, and I could go out there, and I could call them up and say, hey, listen, I think I want to do this again. I could do that. I don't want to do that. I want us to concentrate on truth. And he said, you're right, Joe. The machines are corrupt. We know they're corrupt. But what you don't understand is that we cheat too. Yeah. And I went, so what? Is that supposed to make me feel better? Well, you're pushing on things that you don't know about. No, I'm pushing on things that the people should know about. And that is when he admitted. And by the way, we put our phones in these little Faraday bags pushed it across to the side. And, and Mr. Producer, I was talking to you about this meeting because I got to go meet this guy, remember? I can't be there because I got to go meet this guy. Yeah, yeah, I do remember. And, and so I met with him and he goes, you need, to, you need to just stop. And I go, and he goes, and I'm your friend. And I go, my friend would never tell me to stop. My friend wouldn't tell me to stop. Well, and the idea of, hey, Joe, you want to be governor? 
Like they have the power to decide who's governor. That's the problem. That, that's, that's the, the old, problem. That's and the those are thing. Republicans. It happens on both sides. It's a uniparty. And this is a Republican. Yeah. And I said to him, he goes, if you ever say this, to, you, you ever use my name? I go, no, I do believe you're my friend. And I'm glad that you're honest with me. Look, I, I've seen terrible things. Ash, I've seen terrible things. Mm-hmm. Terrible. I, I remember meeting... I remember meeting a CEO of a very large Christian organization. I was down in the lobby of the Pan-Africa Hotel. And we're sitting there talking, and I'm like, ah, it's exciting to meet him, and it was awesome. It was an awesome meeting. And I was there for, I mean, I had to come in and out every two weeks. And, uh, I, I go to my room, I go do my stuff, I travel to different places, I would take helicopters and planes to go to different parts of that country and do what the things I needed to do to solve a problem, right? Yeah. And then I would go back to my hotel, I would go downstairs, I would eat, I would fellowship with the people that are in the hotel, and then I would go back upstairs to my room and I would go to sleep. And I'd had malaria twice, by the way. It was awful. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want malaria. It's just, so, just to be clear. hydroxychloroquine? Hydroxychloroquine. No, no, no. Uh, ivermectin. Ivermectin. Yeah, it's a yeah. So it's used for uh, parasitics. I also took ivermectin there for parasitics because you drink water through these filters when you're in places or doing this strange hike to get to places where you're looking for um, uh, water reserves and things mm-hmm. like that. And so I I would get in the hotel and there would be these young girls, these young African girls that would come in and out of his room. Mm-hmm. And I was, I, I, I mean, maybe I'm naive. I, I probably am, but he, he ran a Christian organization, right? And I was thinking, oh, you're Christian, I'm Christian, kumbaya. Mm. He was sleeping with 15, 16-year-olds, 14-year-olds, 13-year-olds. I mean, legitimately, I couldn't be more disgusted. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't be more disgusted at his behavior. And so I asked him one day, I go, what are you doing? He goes, you know, I have needs. Hmm. The way is narrow. I have needs. And, I'm, and I got to tell you, it, it, that, that is what happens That's all the time. People that are Christian that go over to say, you know, they, they virtue signal and say, I'm gonna, I want to help. They, they stand up on stages. I've seen this guy stand up on stage. To this day, I've seen this guy stand up on stages and talk about the fact that he loves Jesus. And I'm thinking to myself, in between exploiting young women in African nations. Yeah. Look, I, I mean, it, it changed my perspective of all of it. It changed my perspective of organizations that say they went places to build infrastructure. They didn't build infrastructure. There's an organization in Kibera. It's in a place, it's a slums of Africa. You look it up, it's, in, it just, it's inside Nairobi. 1.2 million people live in this 1.1 square miles. Okay, you ready for this? There's a nonprofit organization. I swear to you, spent $300 million over three decades. This is about nine years ago I was there. Um, over three decades, $300 million. All they had to show for it was pit latrines. Yeah. 
and big fat wallets. That's it. Pit latrines. Yeah. The soccer field in the middle of Kibera, literally bare. The buildings falling down, but they had a nice building. They had a nice building. So I wrote a white paper on it. They're like, Joe, you cannot publish that. I was like, I can't. And you're like, watch me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is pathetic. And this, this organization goes back to the United States and does nothing to help people. Yeah. That's what's happening in the United States. Yeah. That is what is happening in the United States, people. That is why I tell you Republicans are trash. Yeah. Our Republican leadership, 80% of them are absolute trash. Right. And the reason why we have not decertified in this country is because of them, not because of the Democrats. Because when I talk to my Democrat friends, even the ones that are tied to the DNC, even the people that are, in, that are lobbying in Washington, and I call them up and I'm like, hey, listen, what the hell's happening? Yeah. He goes, why can't you guys get your shit together? <laughs> they actually say it. Yeah. Like you have the evidence. Why don't you yeah. step out? Have some courage. Just get a couple of your guys. That's how you know that there's people at the top that control everything. Well, and we've seen it. So we've, we've seen for the past, for, you know, November 3rd to right after the November municipal elections, the Republican Party was silent. We heard there's no evidence, there's no evidence, there's no evidence. Uh, we heard, you know, it's, oh, maybe there's, maybe there's some fraud, but it's not enough to change the outcome of the election. But once the municipal election happened in November of 2021, all of a sudden it was an election year and overnight we had... Uh, you know, big, big Republican names coming out. A lot of them you saw in that movie. A lot of the people in that movie, uh, you know, people like me who've been fighting for election integrity for a long time, we w we've been working with those people. Those people have terrible ideas on how to solve on how to solve the problems with our elections. And you heard there's a woman, uh, a woman named Cleta Mitchell in that movie. And she said, you don't have to blame China or voting machines. And she says, that's why Joe Biden won. So this movie, the subtle the and it's not so subtle to me. It's actually enraging to me. But the, 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 the subtle message is, yeah, it's really unfortunate, but they stole it fair and square, and Joe Biden won. Yeah, so, and you, you can't get to the place where you can, you, you can't unsee it. And that's where we're at. That's where Sean Smith is at. That's where Tina Peters is at. That's where Mike Lindell is at. That's where mm -hmm. I'm at. Yep. That, that's where if you start walking down the pathway, you start getting to the part where you you have to say the quiet part out loud and that we need to stand in the gap and do something about it. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're, it, it's, not just, it's not just critical, it's past critical. Yeah. It's past critical. And yet they want to tell us that we're election deniers. No, we're not election deniers. They wanted to normalize cheating because to them, that was the way to get the color, color, color revolution. Mm -hmm. That was the way to do things in order to own your children. And, it, and if I'm wrong, right? If I'm, if I'm wrong, I will meet my maker. But the people that we're talking about that are stealing the election... They are faithless people. Lying to them has no conscious value. They, they can talk about doing good and being good. How can you talk about being good and doing good? How can you talk about that fundamentally when you don't believe that there's anything that you're accountable to other than yourself? Yeah. I mean, think about that. Well, this is like the, these people were just witnessing sociopathy. When you talked about the, the faith leaders, supposedly, who had this Christian organization— this is what they do. They love Jesus, but they only like Jesus so far as the name Jesus will get them something. They don't right. actually love what yeah. Jesus stands for. Just like these peoples, they take office. They don't actually love office. They don't want to serve the people. They like what the office will do for will do right. for them. That's what we're seeing in every in every part of the, the left. They like the racial equity, and they like to throw equality and all these these terms around. They don't love that that idea. They don't love what that actually is. They love what that 
what those words, what those concepts will allow them to get for themselves and their little cronies by what they can get other what they can get from other people by using them. It's lip service to their own little narcissistic ideology. And uh, Cavizial just asked me, reveal those cheaters are Joe. No, not on this show. If you want to do a whole show on it, I'll do a whole show on it. I'll do a whole show. And, and I had this old camera or phone in my office. It still has it with a camera, and I have pictures. <laughs> and the reason why I took pictures is because I felt like at the time, all right, I didn't have the recording devices nine years ago. I mean, I did, but, I mean, that would have been kind of, I mean, I would have had to have some sort of motive to do that, and I didn't have a motive at the point. Other than I was wholly disappointed, and I stopped giving to a lot of different Christian organizations. Yeah. A lot. And, by the way, this is about the same time that I stopped giving to people on the street that were standing at the street corners. Mm. I mean, around that same time, I was like, I'm out. I'm not giving them any money. They got two arms, two legs. I'm not going to give you money. I'll take that money. I'll walk it down to the vet, the, the veterans clinic, and I, I will literally hand it to a vet. And I don't actually care at that point. If they're a veteran, they're walking out of the VA, and they look like they need money, I'll hand them money. I'll hand them money. I... But I won't hand money to the guy that's standing on the corner mm. who made poor choices and probably is a meth head who says they're a veteran, but probably not because they lie. So, I mean, I, I made critical changes in my life as a result of that. And this is another critical change. I saw something, couldn't unsee it. It's like watching a burning building with little children inside and realize that they're coming for our kids. They're, they're going to literally come for our kids. Yeah. No, not on my watch. Okay, so, hey, I don't know which uh, ad we're doing first. Which one are we doing first? Crow okay, CrowdHealth. <laughs> a partner, CrowdHealth. <laughs> Healthcare is no longer something that takes place between you and your doctor. It really isn't. This is actually an incredible system. I'm, I've been looking into CrowdHealth. Um, so I want people to tell me if you, if you sign up for it, you know, what you think of it. Because I'm, you know, I have IP Vanish. We've been picking partners that we have affinity with. And I pay a lot of money in, in health insurance, so I think this is a, a really good alternative. Your health is being bought and sold the highest bidder, and lobbyists are fighting to make sure that you don't have any competition. They're literally fighting to get them to fight, to pass legislation that helps them, not helps you. CrowdHealth's disruptive technology puts your healthcare decisions back in your hands, saving you money and cutting out the middlemen. Keep in mind, they make 30 to $50 billion a quarter. A quarter. A quarter. Think about what that costs you. There's no deductibles, networks, complicated exclusions, or copays. You see any doctor you want, pay the first $500 and submit any bill from there. The CrowdHealth community takes care of the rest. CrowdHealth is a new way to pay for healthcare. No doctors, networks, huge premiums, or high deductibles. CrowdHealth is putting a community back in community healthcare. Pay one monthly rate of a, less than $200 for most people. 100% of your monthly contribution directly funds and reduces the healthcare costs of the community. Unlike insurance, you're not limited by doctor networks. Um, unlike insurance, CrowdHealth also tries to keep its members happy, not driving up the price and making something you have to have. Um, it, it helps members shop for great care at a fair price, makes payments to doctors and members as quickly as possible and negotiates the community's behalf on unexpected, when unexpected bills arise. It's a total reverse of a vicious, inse vicious incentives that got the healthcare system into the mess that it's in now to begin with. And now here's how you can, here's how you can, can you know, be a part of it. Um, stop paying high insurance companies your hard-earned dollars. Right now, you can get the first six months 
for just $99 per month. That's almost 50% off the normal price and a lot less than high deductible healthcare plans. Just go to joincrowdhealth.com and use promo code FREEDOM at sign up. That's joincrowdhealth.com, promo code FREEDOM. So you need to go to Join Crowd Health now and experience freedom from health insurance. Uh, health, uh, just as a, as a disclaimer, uh, Crowd Health is not health insurance. It's a totally different way of paying for health care. Terms, conditions may apply. So here we are in the middle of the pandemic with the border being open. Title 42 is now going to expire. People are going to flood in across the borders. People are already barely making it as it is. Inflation is at all-time high. Gas is twice what it was two years ago. Biden is acting like there's nothing to see here. Saki is basically gaslighting the American people. Now you have movies coming out saying that they stole the election fair and square. The same thing that came out in Time magazine when they said, hey, we, we took over the election. They're, they're telling right. us what they did. That's right. That's and right. But it's a dodge. I, I think this movie is a dodge, and I, and it, you know, I know that's not the popular opinion among the the conservative or Republican uh, circles, but I, I, I think that this is a distraction. That this movie is a distraction. We have Cleta Mitchell saying, "We don't have to blame China or voting machines. That's why Joe Biden won because of ballot stuffing and ballot mules." We have the 2000 Mules movie coming out, which I think looks like a great. A great movie. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen Rigged either. I've just seen the trailer, but I can tell you based on the people that are in it and based on the the, the messages that they used for the cut of the trailer, the point of this movie is they stole it fair and square and they did it with ballot stuffing and mail-in ballots and by changing the law legally. They The, the implication then is the solutions that we need are, you know, fewer mail-in ballots. I agree. I, don't, I think we should have a robust absentee process, but I don't think we should have blanket mail-in ballots. Here in Colorado, they basically drop them from helicopters and blanket the state in mail-in ballots. I think I got like seven just yeah. in my name. There's, and that's from canvassing as well. We know that there are a lot of people that got multiple ballots. I got seven in my name. I believe it was, it was at least seven. And then I saw probably four to six of three other people who lived there before us. Right. Right. So there's no there's no controls. Right. And then let's remember that the entire control on mail in ballots is signature verification. But the people who are doing the signature verification have no signature verification skills and can't tell whether it's a uh, what. First of all, whether it's a legitimate signature based on the record because people's signatures change, but then also can't tell if it's a machine or a pen. And so mail in ballots are, you know, we all we all know it. And the 2000 mules you know, movie shows it. And this movie apparently shows it as well. But we're not letting machines off the hook. We're not letting centralization off the hook. They, that's the whole the point, by the right. way. That's the point. It's to let them the, off the, the hook. The point is they want to they make it so that the machines are off the hook. And we already have all the evidence. Right. We, we have all the evidence. We have all the evidence in every state. We, we do. We, we've proven it. We I mean, do. We've proven it mathematically. We've proven it statistically. statistically. We've proven it by... Actual documentation of separate databases. Yep. We've proven it. Every single machine that we popped open and the ones that they don't know about, because there are ones that they don't know about. 100%. There are county clerk and recorders across the country that have been cooperating on ESNS, Heart, Smartmatic, and our favorite, Dominion Voting Systems. Right. And we have whistleblowers. 
Then and we, we have about. canvassing. We went door to door in Colorado and proved it out. We we have video evidence of drop boxes. We have video evidence of people pulling pulling suitcases out so, so, and running ballots through the machines multiple times. There's no amount of evidence that's going to make them say, okay, yeah, the election was stolen. They're going to push to the end, and that's the goal of this, right? So, like I said, it's an election year, and the Republican Party has realized that they've got to get on the election integrity bandwagon if they want to have a hope and a prayer because it is the number one, according to Rasmus and polling it is the number one issue for the american people election integrity so the republican party has to have a position on this so what's their position they stole it fair and square that is their, that's their position yeah. guys when i tell you that you have to be an ambassador of truth ash i've been saying this since the beginning courage is more infectious than fear right. when i tell you that you need to be the ambassador of truth you need to tell them that these guys are full of crap they, they got a movie where they want to convince you that there's a bunch of people that got together and stole the election that's not what happened. You, you'd have to explain away 25 million ballots. Seth Kesha walked community to community. He's been all over the country, mm-hmm. from Hawaii all the way down to Florida. And he, he literally showed you how they stole elections on maps across the country right. in all 50 states. Right. And, and you can't talk about, so let's, let's say, you know, I, I believe mail-in ballots are a huge issue. I don't think that they should exist. I think we should have absentee ballots. I don't think we should have a robust uh, uh, blanket mail-in ballot program. I think it's, a, it's rife with fraud, and we know it, right? Um, but the idea that by solving mail-in ballots, we solve election fraud is asinine because they use every source and method that they can. The idea that you can talk about mail-in ballots and not talk about centralized inflated voter rolls is asinine. Uh, the, and, and the idea that you can clean your voter rolls when they're centralized is asinine. Because the second you clean your digital poll book, your, your, your rolls, and you, you take your eyes off of the back end of that database for a second, it's corrupted again. And then they can, you know, blanket the state in ballots with, with, for, for people that don't even exist. You have to, for me, and I've said this on the show before, my number one issue for election integrity is decentralization. You've got to decentralize the state power. We're going the opposite direction in Colorado. We have this terrible bill that we've talked about where they're taking the remaining county local oversight away as it pertains to elections. But addressing... Addressing mail-in ballots, addressing mules, addressing harvesting and ballot stuffing, it's important. It's not going to solve the problem. And because it's an election year and because they have, to, they have to have a position, the Republican Party has to have a position on election integrity. And for a year, for over a year, they have said there's no fraud. There's no evidence of fraud. Ken Buck, who was my congressman, who uh, was the chair of the Republican Party during the 2020 election and after, um, had a town hall meeting with all of his all the entire state right and said dominion is fantastic it's great we know what we're doing here we have the gold standard we have the gold standard of elections here we don't we, no, don't. we don't we have the election fraud test kitchen here in colorado but and now, and now the they, republicans, just, they just legalized it they just legalized right and but the republicans love the fraud system they love it in it in this very state to state based on what the landscape is but here in colorado they love being the minority party in the state. They get to, you know, have their fundraisers. They get to hug babies and, you know, shake hands and all of those things. And then when it comes time to actually do the work of the people and to govern, they can say, oh, Democrats, nothing we can do. Sorry, Democrats, keep paying our salaries. Keep paying us to, you know, to, oh. So speaking of 
Mr. Producer, can you please put up A7? I'm going to touch on this real quick. So this is an amendment. I wrote an article about this, published it yesterday. Speaking of uh, paying their salaries and them just basically mocking us, this is a uh, amendment to SB 22153 that was drafted, typed up, printed out onto a piece of paper, but never introduced. This was for the second reading of the bill in the Senate. And if you can't see it on the screen, it says no person who is involved in the sale, manufacturing or distribution of pillows or other bedding items shall have any access to county voting equipment. So the second reading of this bill was the morning that we were delivering notices. So I'm wondering, that was Senator Kevin Priola, who's in the 25th Senate District of Colorado. He's a Republican. He's a Republican. And that was his priority. That was his priority. He was able to introduce amendments. He was able to go and try and do a little bit of governing down in the state house under the gold dome. And his priority was to make a joke. He's trash. Was to make a joke. And that's, that's, that's what we have. Now, why didn't he introduce it? Because I think that, they're, that they have just enough hubris to actually introduce that onto the floor of the Senate. The reason I speculate, I hypothesize that he didn't introduce it, and I asked him for comment. He didn't respond to me. Um, but it's because his constituents were there handing out notices that morning. He had it all typed up and printed out, right? I mean, it was ready to go for the second reading. The, the thing they didn't expect was his constituents standing outside the door of the Senate chamber, handing him notices saying how opposed to this they were. This is, this by the way, is the reason why as we walk down the path, Republicans can't win because we're not run by Republicans. These people are not conservatives. They don't care about America first. They're a part of the globalist agenda. They crept into the Republican party because liars can do that. They can lie to you about what they represent and act like they are controlled. Oh, oh, I tried to stop it. Oh, oh, oh my, my name is Mitch yeah. McCartney. Uh, oh, Mitch McConnell. And I, th- I'm trying to stop him. Oh, oh, they just overpowered me. Overpowered we me. We did everything we could. Well, you have pieces of trash like Romney that voted for the person that can't even describe what a woman, what is. A woman is to be on the Supreme Court. Mick. Right. Mitch Romney, he did that. And Lisa Murkowski and Murkowski. Susan Collins and yeah. Susan Collins, yeah, why not? They're all trash. These people are not Republicans. They are power hungry pieces of garbage. And we need to dehumanize them and remove them. So here so 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 what I wanna just make sure is clear, right? Is this is a shift. This is a narrative shift that we're seeing and you're gonna see it more and more. The rigged is I think the launch. Right. You're going to you're going to see this more and more that, yeah, it really sucked. It really sucked that they sold the election, you know, legally by changing the laws and they did it legally. And it's not the machines. It's the mail in ballots. And we're going to fix it if you just elect us. Right. We're going to start seeing that messaging over. Mr. Producer, could you pull up B2, please? B2. So this is a, a reporter named Brian Cates. Yeah. Uh, have, you know, has been around the the conservative election fraud movement, right? Ele- election integrity movement um, for for a long time. He put up on his Substack. This is a, a the, the launch of his new column. 
It may be that instead of relying on electronic manipulation of vote totals by hackers in China or some other foreign venue to steal it for Joe Biden's, the Democrats relied on the old tried and true method that has served them so well in the past. Good old fashioned ballot box stuffing, but done on a level never seen before the 2020 election. This is going to be a painful admission for many like me after having spent over a year chasing the rainbow of PCAPs and server images, supposed absolute proof of electronic voting totals being manipulated. But the same month that Lindell's cyber symposium ran off the rails, there was another, another development that received little attention at the same time. It was August, it was in late August of last year that the group True the Vote was revealed to have been buying and collecting and sifting through the trillions of commercial Commercially, commercially available, sorry, yeah. I'm blocking my view. Sorry commercially about that. available cell phone tracking signals as a means of tracking ballot box stuffers who are commonly referred to as mules. Thank you. You can okay. pull that down. So, so here's, here's what I know. Brian Cates, Brian Cates, you are a moron. Because I'm going to tell you, I never came and said anything about China coming in and doing anything. I told you, and, and by the way, this is why they don't attack me. This is why this is why someone like that piece of trash Eric Coomer. Th that's why the, he sues me for defamation, and all of his guys try to do everything to discredit me, and then send their little pieces of trash to my house to try and threaten me or threaten my family, right? Until I finally tell them that if you come near my family, literally, it'll be the last thing you do. Yeah. I said all you need is something as small as this, a cell phone. All you need is one person. One centralized person, one centralized program, one centralized ability to bring things down and up, built into the system, which we found in Mesa to be true. One. You only need one. All you need is one of those, and you can affect the election across the entire country. It's a function. It's a fixed point. And it's funny that Eric Coomer went to school and wrote his, his doctorate thesis on energy decay models. He wrote it. And what do you think? What do you think that type of math can be used in building a system that can do exactly what this system has done? Exactly. And a guy like Eric, who loves himself a lot, he loves a little Eric, loves a little Eric, makes friends with the Republicans and say the Republicans, mm -hmm. who are Matt Crane. Right. That piece of trash that literally has the ability to read the reports just the way we do. Walks away and says, nothing to see here. And then he gets up on stage on Channel 9 and says, with the county clerks and recorders, it's time to put up or shut up. So we said, we'll put up. Right? Didn't we? Yep, we'll put up. No problem. Bring all the county clerks to one place. We will literally walk them through line by line the theft inside the Dominion voting machines. And what do you think that piece of trash Matt Crane did? He said the time for debate is over. Why go on TV and lie? See, this is what we're up against. And we got an assembly in Colorado. You got an assembly, I think, in Oklahoma. We got assemblies all over the nation. They wrote an article. You heard, I don't know if you read the article. FEC United is effectively taking over assemblies across the country. Good. <gasps> oh. No, we're not. No, we're not. We're not. Well, and this is, but this is why this I, is I focus on. This people saying. 
this is why I focus on uh, on the the El Paso County. Mm. This is why I bring up El Paso County because what we've seen in El Paso County, they are the tip of the spear of the grassroots and trying to take back your self-governance. The people in El Paso County have organized. They've played by all the rules. They've gone through all the processes and they actually took their, you know, county assemblies and, and, and all of those processes leading up to the state assembly this weekend. They, they swept it. The, the grassroots candidates swept it. So what do they do? They try to change the rules. Yep. They try to they try to you know make it so those delegates can't come. They scream fraud and say, oh, people are cheating. It's fraud. It's fraud. Like it's 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 the Republican Party yeah. doing what they've been doing for a year. So everybody says, Joe, you're you're tearing apart the Republican Party. Yeah. There's nothing to tear apart. It's it's not even for the people. The Democrat Party is not for the people. It's, it's done nothing for people. All right, I'll wait here. You tell me what the Democrats have done for anything that they've actually, actually run. Well, and here's the thing. So, so the reason that I... 94 crime bill. <laughs> sent more black people to prison <laughs> That was than the, any the other racial jungle one, right? Yeah. Right, yeah. 1994 crime bill. Yeah. Biden's Man, bill. We're living in such an upside-down clown world. Um, but we had... So, so in, in last year's assembly... And leading up to it, Vicki Tonkins was elected as the chair of the Republican Party down in El Paso County. Oh, they, they gaslit Incredibly, her. Incredible woman, um, uh, African-American woman, strong, strong Christian. I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of hers. They have attacked her since day one she was elected. They tried to have her election overturned at the last county, at the state assembly last year. They failed. They tried They've, to get her kicked out they twice. Tried, yeah, they, yeah. Fought her, they have fought her over. This is the Republican party as soon as the people try to get in there and make change and the reason i'm cynical about this is because like i said at the beginning of the show i was in the tea party we were going to fix it in the party we were that that was the plan right we were going to get in there and take it over they threw us under the bus backed over us a few times and set us on fire the republican party is part of the uniparty they are two wings of the same bird so vote for candidates fund candidates Right. Only candidates Only until the RNC candidates. to stick it in there. You know what? Don't give them a dollar and become an ambassador for truth. All right. Let me just, let's do it. Let's do a thing of ambassador of truth right now. Okay. There are 564 people on Rumble right now. All of you guys hit the Rumble button. Let's see if you can follow instructions. I'm going to tell you why. Hit the Rumble button. 564 people. Just hit, hit the little button. Bloop, bloop. If you want to be an ambassador of truth, you got to be able to spread truth. We're going to speak about truth, but I don't want you to think that, that there's no hope because remember, we have to work the problem. And we've already said, run for office. Mm -hmm. Right? Run for office. You guys are not paying attention. There's like six of you that hit the button. You're killing me. One of them was me. Five <laughs> I of just you. hit it on my phone. Come on, man. Come on, man. You guys missed that. We're up to 66 now. That's number one bullshit guy. Number one <laughs> bullshit guy. <laughs> oh, you see this guy? You see, see this, this guy? guy? Number, Number one, one bullshit, bullshit guy. guy. He do the wee woo, wee woo, wee -woo, wee -woo, wee -woo. because he have to go in front of the traffic. Look what I do. 22 and he do wee woo, wee, -woo. wee, -woo, wee -woo. <laughs> So, it's an election year. It's an yes. election year and the Republicans know that the people want election integrity. And so they are going to gaslight you into thinking that they are for election integrity. Rigged is the first step in that process. And it's not, it's really not the first because Cleta Mitchell is somebody who's been working. I've been, I've interacted with her quite a bit um, over the past several months. And when we were trying to design can canvassing best practices, 
uh, at a group. This was, a, I mean, it was a total shit show. But uh, she said, canvassing best practice: don't knock on doors. Just you just use technology. Analyze the data with technology. If you knock on the doors, they might call you racist, and you don't want that. So. Don't knock on doors. That is the canvassing best practice. That the, the canvassing hey, best practice listen, that came I out got, of Clayton Mitchell. I got my Mr. Starter uh, or Mr. T starter kit here, so <laughs> I'll be like, "What's up, brother?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. I'll tell him about my family. Oh, speaking of that, my sisters are coming into town. Oh, nice. They'll be here next week. Very cool. So I just want you guys to know, I'll try to drag my sister on here, but they might try to dox her. So she's like, I'll come on there. I'll tell them all about you. You're the best <laughs> brother ever. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bleep a lot that show. Why? Yeah. <laughs> my sister's amazing. As a sister who has a brother, I have a hard time believing she said you're the best brother ever. No, she did. She actually. really did? She did. Okay. Some of my sisters say that. How? Really? My sister says that all the time. I only have one brother. She, she so. says that, and when she was at work, literally she's at work, she got a phone call from a... Uh, a news reporter and she's like hello she goes the guy goes are you joe oltman's brother or excuse me sister and she was like yeah i am and, and she goes uh so we'd like to ask you questions about your brother how do you feel about the fact that he's an election denier <laughs> she said she literally told him he's the best brother ever <laughs> she that's, sent me a text awesome. message here's what i told him he's the best brother ever I don't know what you're talking about. And if my brother is talking about something and he's doubling down on it, it's because it's true. Yeah. I did not see that headline. Which one? <laughs> what your sister said. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't run that one for some reason. No, but I, yeah, I, oh, no, shocking. they didn't. And, but I met with him, right? I met with him and he's like, oh, you know, why can't you, ex why can't you accept the, the government institution of government? What? Why can I not accept the institution of government? When did it become about government yeah. and not about the people? Well, and th this is the thing that gets me so much. So we just saw um, oh, the FEC commissioner, the, the Biden's, Biden's pick to, to mm -hmm. head up the FEC, right? Her name is on an affidavit. Found this out yesterday. This broke yesterday. Her name is on an affidavit saying that the electronic voting machines switch votes. Why? Because after 2016, for four freaking years, we heard about election fraud. But now all of a sudden they don't believe it anymore. Hey, guys, you were right. You were right. There is election fraud. You were wrong about the target. I mean, they, they tried to win it for Hillary that way. And they didn't really plan well enough, right? So they fixed that in 2020. But what they said, what Halderman and what Elizabeth Warren and what A.B. Klobuchar and all these people said about the electronic voting machines was true. And we've proven it. And that's, you know, I mean, that's why they're going after Tina Peters so hard. Because Tina Peters proved it. So when Brian Cates says, oh, you know, it's really hard for me to admit that there's no electron electronic machine manipulation, you know that Brian Cates is trash. He is a liar and he is doubling down with the establishment. So run the other direction because we know the machines were manipulated. We have cyber forensic reports done by experts who are independent and have, we're not, we're not election deniers, right? These are people that, that said, yeah, I'll take a look. I'm an honest broker. I'll take a look. And what they found was deletion of records, new databases created, and vote swapping. They found manipulation of votes in yeah. the machines. That's a fact. That's not a, that's not a conspiracy that there's no evidence of. That's a, that's, it's a conspiracy fact that's true. Okay, so so let's let's kind of let's work the problem a little bit. 
What's what's the answer? We're going to go to assembly here in Colorado. I have pledged to throw to show up at the assembly uh, on Saturday, and I am going to be at the dinner on Friday. Ooh. <laughs> I get invited to dinner. And so the reason why I'm going, is, this, is it called the Centennial Dinner? Oh, I was invited to that today. Were you really? Yeah. Hot dog. Nice. I'm sitting at the number one conspiracy theorist table in the whole place. <laughs> but the, but I, the reason why I'm going is has nothing to do with, I'm not a delegate, right? Because I sit on the head of an organization that works for supporting the people within the community. So I, I run FEC United. Right, and as a result, we we built the the app out, and we have this chamber of commerce stuff. We have all the stuff that we're doing, trying to help the community, right, come together. And so, it wouldn't be right for me to be a delegate and be, you know, have my fingers on both sides. So I recognize that, and I'm like, look, I'm just going to help go find candidates that can help. Mm-hmm. But I had the, the reason why that I got called out of, to the principal's office for one of these guys that funds the mm-hmm. candidates is he goes, you cannot show up at the assembly. And I was like, why? I'm going to try and talk. <laughs> I'm going to try and talk. And so then he goes, you're not allowed to talk. And I was like, I can talk to people. I'll just walk around talking to everyone saying, hey, Tina Peters, Tina Peters, Tina Peters. And by the way, we shouldn't be using this texting system. It's all bullshit. Mm-hmm. And here, by the way, is a video of how they can switch the votes. Why don't you just walk around and show other people this? And so he's, he's like, Joe, you don't seem to understand. They are afraid of you. They are afraid that you're going to say too much and you're going to basically emperor has no clothes so it's a justified fear (laughs) and i was like well then show up with some clothes on and i won't tell you that the emperor has no clothes yeah right you're gonna say too much i love that i love that that's like you want to be governor don't don't say the quiet part out loud joe don't let them know that we're cheating too I, i don't and and you know frankly We, we, are, we are at a very critical place, and I, I think that as they pass more unconstitutional things, more people are becoming deathly aware that there's, that there's only one option, and they're waiting for that. They're waiting for the option that none of us want to get to. None of us want to go there. I don't want to go there. But when both sides stand against the interests of the American people and we're all slaves, this is like being a, a cotton picker in the South. They are literally enslaving all Americans and creating a <clears throat> caste system where the people in the political elite on both sides of the aisle get to divvy up power and money, and you get to go to work and get back in line, boy. Go make me some more money. And the only person standing in between that are the people that are fighting. You know, God forbid bad things happen to Ukrainians because it is happening to them. But, you know, Putin's like, I'm out. Right? You're not going to do that on the de- you're not going to do the devil dance on my doorstep. Yep. But I want to ask you if you're a Republican or a Democrat and you're listening to this. If if you're being led by the devil, you have people that are Satan worshipers, you have people that don't believe in God, then what is their moral compass? And if if you can't see it, if you can't see that they don't have a moral compass, they want to legalize drugs, open the borders, legalize pedophilia. They want to gender fluid fluidity to your children. They want to teach you that white people are bad. They want to break down the constructs of family, just like they did. In, and, and, a fr- and a friend of mine actually said this, who is a Black Lives Matter guy. I had him on here. I, I had him on the show. Uh, he is a, you know, uh, Theo. He's a Black Lives Matter guy. He's a left guy. But 
we have some synergies because as it relates to the vaccines, he was like, Joe, they, they, they're doing it to our community. They're basically injecting black people with vaccines to kill them, to sterilize them, to murder them. And he says the same thing about abortion. He, he unequivocally believes on abortion and vaccines were, were tied. But he said what they do on try on us first, they were going to bring to you. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they destroyed the black community. They destroyed it. They destroyed the black family. They destroyed it. Yeah. I mean, divorce rate in, in the black mm-hmm. community. Well, first of all, if you ever get to the place where you get married, God bless you. But staying married. Oh, my gosh. What is it? One in six. Yeah, it's real bad. Divorce rates like 75 percent, 80 percent. And I'm not talking about Barack Obama and her boyfriend, husband, Michael Obama, either. <laughs> okay, I was being funny. That was funny. Was that Big funny? Mike. Big Mike. <laughs> Big Mike. I'm not talking about Big Mike. Number one bullshit guy. Don't do it. Don't play it. Don't all right, all right. He's, but seriously, you've got to be a big guy to make Obama look small. <sighs> Just saying it. <sighs> I mean, do you understand what I'm saying? Do you understand that? Yeah, I mean, I think, so I think, you know, I did corporate change management for 20 years and you have a vision right you have goals you have a vision and then you know you you try to drive that change downstream what we're yeah. seeing is the attack on minority communities with the attack on the family with the attack on Amer- our american way of life our american values all of it is being attacked this is the downstream change management of the great reset the great reset is the vision we're gonna you know take down all these superpowers we're gonna level the playing field for you know, all of them, <laughs> all of the, all of the peons are going to have their playing field leveled and we'll, you know, still run the world. Um, but what does that look like downstream downstream? Well, it means it, it looks like teaching the younger generations, garbage history. It looks like confusing the kids to, you know, not know, not know what gender they are, which is, op- which is legitimately being pushed and groomed into children. Right. When you look at the statistics that, that plays out, Right. Um, it looks like it looks like the destruction of America that we're seeing right now. That's that this, this is all intentional. Right. It's all intentional, and I think one one thing that people need to get their heads around is this this divide between Democrat and Republican is a psyop. It's a it's it's a psychological operation meant to make you look at your neighbor and argue with your neighbor about what's dividing you. When there are people sitting above all of us. You know, shaking hands and drinking, drinking booze together in the back rooms, the back smoky rooms, while we're all, you know, fighting whatever fight they set before us. There's that meme with the N, the NPC um, character, and he's got the Biden Harris on his head, and then a little bit further down, he's got Black Lives Matter on his head, and then a little further down, he's got COVID mask on, and then a little further down, he's got Ukraine. Right? It's they, they're, they're, they're driving behaviors because they have everybody completely, uh, you know, complete, completely hooked up, completely hooked up to the system. They're driving your behaviors. This is downstream. This is what the Great Reset looks like when we're in the middle of it on the ground. That's what that's my obviously my opinion, but I think that this is all an intentional thing that's happening to us right now. Yeah, well, they and don't I think need the to Republicans are very much a part of it. Yeah, they don't need to beat us at, at the same game because they're playing a different game than we are. Right. They, they they with all this media nonsense and all the fake divisions that they left and right and gay and straight and white and black and feminist and all, all this crap and this intersectional garbage, 
they just keep us arguing with each other and we don't even see that we're surrounded by an army that's completely infiltrated everyone and yeah. we're we're sitting playing games with each other over stuff that in the in the long run doesn't even really matter all right, right so a couple things that i just want to bring up because we're running out of time one so just just you know to kind of close this out uh, relative to the movie rig to the the Repub- you know the obstructionist republican establishment that we see all over the nation the goals here for them their goals mm-hmm. are to run out the clock right we've got a 22 month and 25 month clock in Colorado 22 months federally so that's for everybody when they then they can legally destroy evidence now you know they've already destroyed a ton of evidence but yeah they can legally destroy evidence at 22 months. And so they're they're pushing, they're, they're running out the clock, right? It's why the Republicans were quiet on this for a year because they were saving it all and planning out what they were gonna do right now. They were making that movie, right? To, to distract everybody and think that mail-in ballots and mules are the problem. Um, so they're running, out, they're running out the clock and they're pushing solutions that have nothing to do with actually solving the problem associated with our election. So my plea is, as you're heading to your GOP assemblies, if you are a Republican, uh, as you're you know, participating in the primary process, really get engaged, really get informed, and put your support behind candidates. Don't just vote for the R. Don't just vote for the D. Look at what people are actually saying, what they're doing, what their track record is, who's paying them. Check to see what, what, what their motivators are because there's a lot more of them in, in, the, in, the, in the party establishments. In the, um, yeah, the way is narrow. There's a lot more of them. So we need everybody to get informed. Wake up and get in the fight. 100%. Well, that's it. Um, we do, by the way, still have one more um, – one more sponsor that you know I, I keep missing, and they keep calling me saying, "You keep missing me." That's Liberty Cigars. You can get the six presidents, the early Republic Republic series. You see it right there, early Republic series. Beautiful box. They're normally eighty nine dollars. It includes a George Washington, John Adams, Thomas Jefferson, James Madison, James Monroe, and John Quincy Adams. And because you're with us, the Cool Kids Club, at Conservative Daily Podcast, you get seventeen point seven six percent off. If you use promo code Liberty at LibertyCigars.com. Pretty cool deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's it. That's all we got. That's all we, we got. We have, we have two things, guys, that you need to know about, one of which is we have a membership at Conservative-Daily for as little as $10. You can be able to talk to your congressman. More importantly, you're just buying us a coffee, keeping us on the air. So you can go there to the very top where it says log in, join at Conservative-Daily.com and sign up there. We also, I want you to be aware of what we're doing at FEC United. Uh, And this is just a private plug for them. FEC United is a member-based organization. It is a C4 that goes around the country. And all we do is try to connect communities, hold people accountable, build education environments for our children. FEC stands for Faith, Education, and Commerce. Faith is how do we help churches or places of faith get connected? So we have this app on commissioned.global, and they have the commissioned app. That's C-O-M-M-I-S-S-I-O-N-E-D. Commissioned app on Apple and on the Google Play Store. And you can download that. Find me. I am on that app. Now, I'm on it too. The, the, the goal is to get you over to the FEC United so we're connected to and have a chapter in your area. right? So what starts as a mustard seed must be watered and grow. And so the more people in your area that you invite to that, 
Um, it is, um, you can actually split up your, your membership for um, FEC United, which is $60 a year. You can actually get on there, and it's, I think, f- is it $6 a month? $6 a month. Yeah. Yeah, it's just six bucks a month to, to stay engaged in that. You connect, you build events, you grab people, you go to the pub, you talk about 1776 stuff, preserving our constitution, preserving our way of life, right? And it's uncancelable, and it allows for you to text, email, do all sorts of stuff in your community, in your community. And then you can volunteer to become a chapter lead. And then you are basically leading the fight there. And then what we do is we have the chapter leads go to meetings to represent you in your state. And then you have the state leads, which go to the national level, where we have 50 of them get together. And then you tell us what you need, and then we provide it. But the biggest thing that we were trying to do on both sides, the side with Conservative Daily, is, by the way, I do this for free. So even if you become a member at $10, it just helps us with technology, building out the, the, the studio, doing the things that we need to do in order to grow to get our message out there. And on FEC United side, again, I'm a volunteer in that organization. I'm a volunteer president. Um, we want to build out the Law and Policy Center, which allows for us to do lawfare. And lawfare is suing people. Mm-hmm. And we want to sue lots of people. We want to sue... We, we want to, it's a rain lawsuits, mm-hmm. like, like rain little law, lawsuits and give you an opportunity to have somebody be able to protect you. Cause right now it's too expensive. And everyone that signs up says that they go, <laughs> you know, you can't, you can't get justice cause you don't know where to start. So that, that's why we're like, okay, well, if we have lawfare in every single state and every state is suing all of these people, that's what they're doing to the election integrity movement. Mm-hmm. The NAAC, the, the NAACP. Mm-hmm. Is, is suing the election integrity movement for standing up for you. Yep. And they said it's going to be really expensive and they just spend money on it. So we have to learn to band together and we have to learn to protect each other. And if you stop giving money to everyone except for candidates that are doing the right thing and you sign up for FEC United and you get a, a part of, of cons, get, to be a part of Conservative Daily, we can do some great things together. And I remember when I started my company, it was the same way. I'd walk around, I'm like, hey, listen. And then we'll get businesses together and we'll build out our own private chamber of commerce. And then you'll only do business with Patriot uh, mortgage brokers and you'll only read the right stuff and you won't do business with Amazon and you'll buy from local people. It will be amazing. That's how we save America. That's how investing back in our own communities, finding our, finding our, our village and investing in that and building those relationships, building that network. That's how we save America. Well, it's, it's, uh, it's important to remember we, I've seen in the comments people today are going, well, has the American experiment failed? You know, things like that. What are we doing? They it sounds like say we're, that. Yeah, it sounds like we're SOL. And no, we're not. There are so many more of us. And the only reason that this is still going is because we have not all aligned. We have not all unified ourselves. And so that's why it's so important to support shows like this and people like Joe and Ash who are out there fighting the battle. Because as Conservative Daily and other outlets like it grow, we are able to reach more people and unify them. And it's important why supporting organizations like FEC United, getting on the commissioned app, it allows you a great power because then you are instantly in touch with your community. Yeah. It, it allows us to organize and unify and march to the same beat very, very quickly because that is what's going to be, that's what's going to turn the tide. And that's it. That's well, all that's required right now. And just to the people in the, in the chat, I don't look at the chat because I would be terrible if I was trying to monitor the chat and do this at the same I time. I monitor the chat while yeah, I talk. I, I would so be terrible at this. Down, look it up, but look it to those people who think we're, who think we're SOL, we're winning. So l- just, we have, we have the clerks that had to come out. The Colorado clerks had to come out and, you know, say, give us evidence. We've been giving them evidence for over a year. We had Matt Crane 
who had to come out and address the substance of the reports. We have, uh, you know, w- when they're coming at us and suing us and and smearing us and mocking us, it's because we're effective. Right. If we weren't effective, they wouldn't they, they wouldn't bother with us at all. We're winning. We're waking up more and more people every time we see the poll numbers come out on how people feel about the 2020 election. The number of people who who are waking up to the fact that it was stolen uh, goes up. Right. So 68 percent They're what they're waiting for. And I feel I mean, uh, change my mind. The Republican Party thought this was going to go away. Right. So they have now they have to they have to campaign on election integrity. And so how are they going to do it? Well, they're going to say that it was stolen fair and square and we just got to get you know stronger on our mail in ballot process, which is nonsense garbage from the Republican Party. But that's what the Republican Party will always give you is nonsense garbage. So you got to wake up. You can't just you cannot outsource or put your your self-governance on autopilot. You can't outsource your critical thinking skills. It's it's time. It's time. 100 percent. All right, we're out of time. We've been out of time. We went a little bit over today. I was late. Thanks for holding down the fort. It was a great show before I got here, and it was a great show after. So yeah. always great to have you on the show. Thank um, you. You can follow us on Rumble by subscribing to us on Rumble above. You can find Ash, by the way. Before you do that, you can find Ash at Ash in America on Telegram. She's also on Truth Social. Not yet. Not yet? Oh, no. my gosh. I need to get that handled. Yeah. And she writes some amazing stuff, by the way, on um, on ashinamerica.com. Ash, ash uh, the other side is is that you can follow me on at Joe Oltman. I'm everywhere. So just go to True Social. I really want to get True Social up so I can start cutting down some of the other stuff. So at Joe Oltman. You can also follow me on Telegram at Joe Oltman or t.me slash Joe Oltman and t.me slash Conservative Daily on Telegram as well. Um, if you want to listen to us live, you can go to conservative-daily.com. You can go to Rumble, DLive, Twitch, CloudHub, and Frank's Speech. We've got some great things that are happening there. Smash the Rumble button on your way out. If you want to hear us on the audio version, you can go to Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, and Audible. Stop by there. Give us a five-star review. And if you like what you hear, share it with someone else that needs to hear it. Also, you can text FREEDOM to 89517 so you can make sure that you get our text alert. Um, and... Uh, yeah, that's uh, and if you by the way s- sign up for our our um, uh, notifications for the, the our newsletter, and you can also make sure you stay up on all the things that we're going to be doing, things we're building. Go to conservative-daily.com by the way and get a membership. Um, that's it for this edition of Conservative Daily Podcast. I am Joe Oltman, and I'm Ash App. And remember, the fight to take back America is not yet won, but the only way we win is if we all stand up and fight together. God bless you all. <laughs>